It's too late, Mitch. We're live. We're doing it live. Okay. We're doing it live. Gonna... I pressed the button, which means we are now recording. Are you it is happening. Your China. long intro again? No, I had a different one, but okay. Well. Right. We can save it for the next episode. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mitch, like, but I had one for that one. Do you have three intros? Right. Well, there you go. What's up? Altering the deep, pray I don't alter it any further. Was that the intro? Uh, okay. Ah! And welcome to Entertain This, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. My name is Hayden. With me, I have Mitch. Hello! <laughs> People are like sitting in their car, like turning the volume up. <laughs> it's just like, like, why is it getting so low? Like, they... <laughs> you ever notice Darth Vader never breathes faster? Well, it's because it does it for him. Well, it's a machine. You know but I know, but he's doing like all this exertion, but like his body's being forced to just be like. Well, it's a machine. It's doing it for him. Man. It's like breathe quicker. He's in like a mobile iron lung. He doesn't have to breathe quicker. It's still going to process the same amount of air either way. Do iron lungs still exist? I don't know. Mm. Is that a thing? No. You want to try one out? Because it would always be like that huge apparatus. There'd just be like some like dilapidated head just sticking out like. Looks like a person laying inside of a grill. That is true. You think they'd get like a prop for their head? It looks like a giant oil filter with someone trapped in it. Just like. Like, kill me. Reminds me of the when his head's sticking out the back of the rhino. Yeah. But they're like. Like, they don't say anything. It's just like, is he alive? At least they put their head up instead of like making him look at the ground. <laughs> Hello? Is anybody there? Like yeah, and it's like, like in the corners, like, like you can't even see out the window or anything. <laughs> he says something mean, so you just turn him to face a wall. <laughs> and then like the maintenance guy comes in at night to buff the floors, and he unplugs them, plugs in his buffer, and the guy. <laughs> Twenty minutes, the guy's going. <laughs> and some dude just got like loud headphones on. It's like this just want to have fun. It's just sitting there buffing the floor. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, anyways. Yeah. Uh, okay, social media, Mitch. Well, well. You're still on my thunder, Tom. Why don't you just do it, Tom? You do it. Well, you can go to entertain this. It's a podcast. It's about movies. It's about TV shows. It's about video games. You can find it on Pod Nation. We're doing that. We're on the Pod Nation. It's on the thing. You can see it. You can listen to it. You can be interactive. We also have our Facebook group and page, which I think is called Entertain This as well. <laughs> I think everything actually is named Entertain This or Entertain Dot This or Entertain Underscore Perhaps. Okay, this. Mitch, how about you just... Give the real ones. China. EntertainThisPodcast.com, which will take you to our Facebook group and page. You also go to our Twitter, which is at ThisEntertain, our Instagram, with Entertain.This, and our YouTube and TikTok, which is EntertainThis. Thank you very much. All right. I, I was going to say those things. Those words were going to come out of my mouth. No, they weren't. I know. They <laughs> Not weren't. any form or way. No, once I started doing the Trump thing in the hands, all I could think of was just going China, China, both, China. Both those brain cells were just catching China. on fire. So. China. I had to watch a movie. And uh, what did you have to watch? What it was. What yeah, was what was it? Well, it was Grave Encounters 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right, yeah. And, you know, I think it's really tasteless now that Halloween's over and we're moving on into more but how bad family festivities. Honestly, it wasn't as bad as the first one. Oh, really? Man. Really? This was better than the first one? I think so. I mean, it's dumb, but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Because every review I saw was like, this was just dumpster garbage compared to the first one. Yeah, I didn't like the first one that much. I think, I think, like, the cheapness, you know, like... the. That's pen- why I thought the second one would be even worse for you. <laughs> well, this one was, it was going to be cheap and not as good either. Well, this one had a budget, so, oh, okay. you know, 
Um, and then, I'll, well, I'll, I'll talk about it. So here we go. The movie, Grave Encounters 2, which for some reason Pluto rates NC-17. What? Yeah. Is it for profanity? I don't know. I was like, what did you get me involved in here, Mitch? <laughs> I'm watching this at work. Uh, the movie that, opens. That's your fault. <laughs> the movie opens with everyone trashing the prequel. Like, th- it just starts with random YouTubers, like, saying how much the prequel is stupid and, and it doesn't look real. Terrible CG effects. The original? Yeah. The prequel. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, it's me, Blue Samurai. I just checked out this movie. It sucked. <laughs> right. Uh, the opening finishes with a gloomy-looking kid named Alex who gives a one out of four skulls for Grave Encounters. One of the biggest criticisms is the camera work of the previous film and uh, the, the CG and stuff like that. So this movie proceeds to dial it up to 11 at a college party with a drunken cameraman dressed as Thor running around and filming girls kissing. He then asks Jen to make out with him, but she says she's interested in gloomy Alex. Mm. Thor bursts into Alex's room, who is watching porn with a <laughs> little hesitation, and is surprised <laughs> when his friend shows up to give him crap about how there is a girl who wants to, a real girl who wants to be with him. Uh, Alex says he can't see her because he doesn't have a costume for the party. But his friend convinces him by wearing a skippy cave girl outfit. <laughs> so then he shows up to the party, and he's wearing like I don't know. Um, uh, Fred Flintstone's wife. What's her name? Velma. No, I mean, not Velma. Velma! Velma. Yeah, Velma. <laughs> you know, uh, something like that. So we cut to a scene where Alex drunk and hanging out with friends with Jen, and uh, they're all trashing the complete horror genre of today. Alex becomes more boisterous and publicly declares that he will reinvent the genre and become the next Wes Craven or John Carpenter of his generation. While he's still wearing this costume, by the way. <laughs> Doesn't he have, like, lipstick on and stuff, too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and people seem to care for some reason. They're like, yeah, he's going to do it. This kid, yeah, this, kid's, this guy in drag, he's, he's, he's going places. <laughs> this kid's yeah. going places. Uh, then we cut to a very uncomfortable close-up of Alex puking and then being passed out in his bed the next morning. Still in that costume. Alex's best friend, Thor, the D-bag camera guy, shows Alex a bunch of photos of the party from last night, including one where his testicles are on Alex's head. <laughs> uh, this is also, this is also posted on Facebook somehow, and it is becoming trending with like two million views. I'm pretty sure it'd be taken down at that point. Oh uh, yeah, like those are testicles. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't know. They they allow a lot of stuff that you wouldn't. And then they take down a lot of stuff that you would think like that's why is that a big deal? So yeah. I'm pretty sure they take that one down. Um, but like the the film like blurs it out. Like some like because this is still a lost footage film. Yeah. So somebody somewhere got this film and then edited it. You yeah. know, before they release it to your public, you know, on whatever weird, I don't know. It's all meta at this point. <laughs> all right, so Thor is now out asking strangers for weed. He just, like, walks up to people. And hey, you got any weed? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no. Uh, but he finally gets some, and he goes back to the dorm, smokes it. You find out, <coughs> sorry, there is some. they're in some elite film school. I don't really know what it is, but it's, like, Harvard for film nerds. And... Uh, I guess this makes sense why everyone cares about, like, all of their film theories and stuff like that. Uh, the two then watch a video sent to them. It's one of the original film characters in the hospital gown in a cell looking scared at a camera. Uh, we now watch one of Alex's actual movies, and it's, like, really hammy actors and cars on make-out mountain kind of thing. It all hits all the lame tropes that he was complaining about earlier, you know, in the horror genre that he's now doing. Uh, at this time, the email that they received from a dude called Death Awaits <laughs> sends them another one filled with numbers. 
the duo determined it must be coordinates because the numbers may say. Yeah, they mean something. <laughs> they tracked the coordinates to an, a, an insane asylum, which is really hard to say, in Canada because that's where all the crazy people are. The <laughs> Canadian ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> they hey. jump scare and go, sorry. <laughs> Maple syrup. Boo-ay. Molson Golden. <laughs> Gretzky. The film beeps out the name for some reason whenever they speak the asylum. Like they, there's some. Oh, because they don't want you to go visit there. Yeah, but you see the coordinates, and apparently, if you punch that into Google, you really are the coordinates. <laughs> Boom! At <laughs> some, I, I didn't write it down, but there isn't. A, no one could be bothered. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Thor, Alex, and Jen do a deep dive into the original movie, and then proceed to trash it. Along, uh, along with other found footage films, they talk like about par- how dumb paranormal activity is in Blair Witch and whatever. Uh, they criticize the original for its poor uh, special effects and the fact that none of the actors have done anything since the movie came out. <laughs> Alex reaches out to his fans on the internet to look into the creators of the original film. We watch another clip of one of Alex's films. Alex is upset with how cliche his film is. Primarily because it, it has a masked antagonist, like that's his big hangup, mm-hmm. not the you know the final girl stuff, and you know the guy goes off the pee and gets decapitated. Uh, he decides he's going to rewrite it in the middle of production, and everyone seems cool with that. You know, if if you first off, it's a student film, so everybody's got a busy schedule, and it clearly has money because they have like a studio with like set props and stuff like that. And he walks out there, he's like, "No, nah, I don't like it." We're going to be done today. I'm going to redo everything. And everybody's just like, cool, free day off. Like, <laughs> like, what is this project do? That's what I want to know. So uh, Alex contacts Sean from the first movie. Sean. Sean. Oh. <laughs> 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 contacts Sean from the first movie, uh, his mother, and asks if he can talk to Sean. The trio are now in a car traveling their house. Just boom, they're, they decided to take off from school and travel to somewhere to go see Sean's mom. Alex complains that GPS is essentially Skynet and refuses to use it because he, you know, understands reality through movies because he's an idiot like that. How dare uh, I, I use modern convenience? I've seen Terminator. I know what this turns into. <laughs> he does this throughout the movie, comparing everything. I just, I just talked about that. Alex and Thor, whose real name is Trevor. <laughs> Wait, uh, I don't know why I found that funny, but... <laughs> great, great deal. It's just like is is like the perfect d bag kind of name, you know, because he is an a- absolute douche. Um, greet the old lady who is complete with gray hair, a librarian garb, and a cane. She's got like the glasses on a chain and stuff like that. <laughs> the third man in Trito is briefly acknowledged because you realize like those two guys are going to go see this old lady, and then you're like, wait, wait, who's who's on the camera? And then, and then like you just they kind of talk about him in passing, like, oh hey, come on. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, who's this guy? <laughs> Who is the cameraman? And you don't know. So <laughs> The whole movie you don't know? Not for now. Oh, okay. Uh, Mrs. Rogerson, which sounds like a made-up name, is Sean's mother. Uh, she explains that Sean has just stepped out. Alex even boldly asks if he's still alive. Because, <laughs> like, it's a little suspicious he's been missing. Uh-huh. And, and she's she's like, oh, you just missed him. He's out to do an acting job somewhere. And he's like, is he dead? <laughs> she's like, oh, heavens no. Um, which uh, she says. Denial. <laughs> when he asks you if she's still alive, she's like, yeah, she, he's still alive. Uh, she has them wait for Sean in his room. The crew no- notices how dusty everything is. 
They get spooked by Miss, and then they get spooked by Mrs. Rogerson's caretaker, who berates them for being in Sean's room and chases them out. Lance Preston is discovered to be Sean's stage name. Yes, and uh, the caretaker explains that Mrs. Rogerson has full blown dementia and has no clue what's going on. <laughs> uh, Jen and Alex fight because they were supposed to go somewhere together, but he was off researching grave encounters because I don't know why he got obsessed with the movie. We see the other cameraman, and uh, it's just some dude. No idea. They just kind of show him for a minute, and you're like, who's that guy? And then you realize he's holding a camera, and then it cuts to his camera. And you're like, oh, I guess he's just been there the whole time. Sure, uh, why not? Alex does another vlog where he tries to convince his audience that Grave Encounters is real. The video gets all digitally choppy and contorts his face into an actual spooky-looking thing where he goes like, for some reason. And you're like, what was that? And then it just moves on like nothing happened. <laughs> Uh, Alex gets a call sheet printed for a music video shoot in Los Angeles, which is very strange. Uh, he recognizes the producer as the producer for the first film, Grave Encounters. He doesn't question anything like, how the hell did this printer print it? But he <laughs> abandons his friends in the middle of their movie shoot as their director and says, this is more important. He literally says, no, this is more important. And he just goes off to L.A. <laughs> the production studio uh, arch where like Alex goes to see the producer uh, the it's totally the backside of Paramount Studios. <laughs> <laughs> like they they they, they didn't want to get the letters in it, so they shot it from the backside. Oh yeah. Uh, Alex lies t- about his name to get on set, which is surprisingly very easy. And he sees Jerry Harfield, the producer from the first film, and confronts him while he's on the phone and doing like three other things at once during the music video shoot. And he just goes up to him and he's like, hey, I want to talk to you about Grave Encounters. He's like, who are you? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, and so he gets like, Alex, uh, you know, gets upset when security uh, get, kicks him off the set. He's like, oh, man, I, you know, I, I thought he would have talked to me. No, the dude's <laughs> he's Why busy. He <laughs> but then, surprisingly, Jerry goes outside to meet Alex in his car and explains that he will talk to him, but it has to be a secret. Shh. <laughs> so, uh, he, Alex goes to Jerry's uh, office and he puts on like a little spy cam in his little coat or whatever and he meets Jerry who explains that everything in the first film is real except for a few cheap visual effects they added the last minute which is like their way of saying <laughs> yeah the movie the first movie is cheap but it was intentional uh-huh. uh, Jerry continues that after all that hush money in settlements he is uh, he was close to bankrupt so from the original movie trying to get people to shut up about all the murder <laughs> and people being killed by paranormal right so he went ahead and released a film to make a profit now people are pushing him to make a sequel basically jerry admits that everyone from the first film is dead and there is nothing that alex can do about it because he's a nobody uh alex takes his info back to his friends and announces that he's already in the second act of a new movie this movie grave encounters too dun 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 after checking the timestamp. At 30 minutes and 43 seconds, I concur. We are now in the second act. (laughs) (laughs) He says the movie they should do is a horror documentary, which I find confusing because I hate... uh, He hated those movies in the beginning, the found footage horror documentary stuff. Uh, Thorver doesn't go to Canada. (laughs) 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 He doesn't want to go to Canada to chase a wild goose chase. Jen, who hated how much attention this project was taking Alex away from her, gets real excited and decides she wants to go all of a sudden. She's all over the place in this movie. She makes no sense. <laughs> Cameraman. She wants to do whatever the, the other guy does. Yeah. 
cameraman, that one guy that you see, saw for that one moment, he's there and he high fives in agreement. He's like, yeah, let's go die. So, <laughs> the, the troop is now in transit via car to Canada. Uh, and another pretty girl shows up. I take time to learn her name, but it probably wouldn't matter. <laughs> Sounds like she goes first. <laughs> uh, so anyways, they arrive at the place and declare it to be creepy, even though it looks like a well-kept school with, like, trim bushes and stuff like that on the outside. The crew is about to go get out when uh, a rent-a-cop, rent I almost said a rent-a-crop, <laughs> rent-a-cop politely explains that they are trespassing. This is Canada, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen explains that it's okay because they are film students. You know? Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Sir, we're film students. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. By all means. Terror, can, I get whip you, out a badge. can I get your autograph? I'm a film student. <laughs> Walk away, constable. Yeah. The security guard must be Canadian because he seems to genuinely care, but continues that they can't be there because of as, uh, asbestos. There's asbestos in the building. Oh, of course. Yeah. So it's an old... Insane song. Yeah, it's haunted, but the asbestos will kill you too. That's the important thing. <laughs> you'll get me, you'll get mesothelioma. And they they students continue to insist. Then the the polite security guard gets very angry. He then uh, when he realizes that he's being filmed because there's cameras all over the car. It's like every kid's filming him. <laughs> uh, he finally realizes. <laughs> yeah, he's like declaring that the uh, any footage videotaped on the premises is prohibited. And he lunges at one of the cameramen while uh, the driver, while in the driver window, he's like hanging inside the driver window. And Alex like stomps on the gas and just drives off with this guy in the window. Uh, he's dangling out, and he eventually does the whole fall and tumble roll thing, kind of. Thing. Yeah. So uh, the crew is partying in their hotel room. They just quick cut to that. They're not in their hotel room. We committed a felony. Yeah. <laughs> Where he costs some rent a cop, you know, and he's got a gun too. Uh, anyways, maybe he was a real cop. I guess like the gun laws in Canada are just like whatever. They're actually loaded with rock salt. He knows. Yeah, yeah. he saw supernatural. Well, I yeah, have, he knows. I have notes. <laughs> he doesn't have. He doesn't have pepper spray. He just has some like, <laughs> more salt, like yeah, in a can. Get water. back in that house. Stay <laughs> in the asylum. So the crew back in the hotel, um, they're partying when a quick cut of a bloody spooky guy from the first film jumps into frame just out of nowhere. I don't know, like the editor's like this... Jump scare! Yeah, he's, but the, the guy who's editing the movie to try and take out all the information that you can't see because he cares about you is also just like, nah, there's a guy that's scared of you. The crew's now watching the movie, the first movie. They give a, uh, they give a glimpse of their production uh, loadout which includes eight night vision cameras, cinema grade A cam, a thermal camera, and an EMF reader. I gotta know what school this is because <laughs> you didn't go to that one. I did not go to that one. <laughs> I got some money at this school. I want to go to like the uh, the, the tech uh, office and be like, I need an EMF le- reader for my my for, movie for a, for a school project. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Death awaits. Emails them again, and he wants to meet at a location. Oh. They hide from the guard when they try to get to the location. And this is what the guard does. He just, like, stands, looks around with a flashlight. What's that thing? <laughs> Something prowling around here. <laughs> he peers around uh, and then gets in his car and signals that he's leaving by doing the whole whoop, whoop, with the sirens, like, I'm done here. He just takes off. <laughs> My shift is over. Why, why, do, why do Hollywood cops do that? It just drives me nuts. <laughs> Every time I got to drive off, I got to whoop, 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 whoop. Well... Uh, <laughs> I've seen others. Well, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it happen. Yeah. 
It's like, you know, you, get, you, you can't touch, trust kids with buttons. <laughs> exactly. So the crew finds a doctor, uh, uh, sorry, the crew finds a door scribed, death awaits, and bolt cut their way in, solidifying their breaking and entering charges. <laughs> they admire how much it looks like in the first movie on the inside. Like, oh, it's so real. You know, it's just like the first movie. You think? <laughs> You're breaking into the asylum. <laughs> Uh, then they set up cameras in key positions, such as uh, Camera 5, where a black guy died in a bathroom. I mean, the key tub. positions, like where the other people died? Yeah. yeah. And uh, they label that room, bathroom, where black guy died. <laughs> yeah. <So>. They, they <laughs> just don't even care. Yeah, they talk about, oh, well, he was the minority. So, And that's where you start to actually see the other cameraman. You find out he's an Asian guy. And oh. you're like, well, we're foreshadowing something here. <laughs> So, <laughs> you're trying to say that's yeah. when like, you, like you look. It's just like you're gonna get it in this room. <laughs> Alex tries his best unsolved mysteries host impression when they officially begin filming, and it's so stupid because he's like, he looks like he's 14. He's like, you know, in Grave Encounters one, many students and so and so actors of whatever production were here and met their final days. And then you know he's like looking menacingly at the camera, and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> like stop. Like, that's creepier than like them trying to actually scare you. Uh, to to make sure the crew doesn't get lost, they mark their way with glow sticks and use military-grade GPS systems, which it is not because I promise you the military-grade It's G- Garmin. The, the, it is, which is better than the military-grade GPS. <laughs> I've, I've had those before. Military-grade like, is smoke and fire. Yeah, I, I have a thing for it. <laughs> so I'm going to go, that way. <laughs> Pretty much. It's very convoluted and crazy. Uh, all of this they write off in getting at a spy shop because – you know, just go to your local spy shop. Yeah, you know, it's your, on the corner. Your military-grade GPS. <laughs> they also have air horns in case they get separated. So, so it can echo through the halls. <laughs> yeah, to alert all the ghosts, I'm here. Please come kill me. <laughs> the crew attempts to communicate with bathtub black guy. Um, they call him by the actor's real name, uh, which is also Sean uh, Rogerson. That's his real name. Yeah, the actor's real name. Oh, okay. And... Um, you know, so, like, Lance Preston was his stage name. Yeah. And they do that. They, like, dime out the actors from the first movie with their real name, which is really weird. <laughs> um, uh, nothing happens, so they try to the thermal camera. They think they see a weird mist behind D-bag Thor, but realize he just farted. Yeah, I remember he's using it with a thermal cam. He's like, watch this, watch this. <laughs> so you seen this movie? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's why I wanted to punish you with it. Why, why am I doing this? <laughs> All right, anyways, they explore the tunnel where Sean Rogerson disappears. They find gore of some sort. I don't know if it's dead rats, but it looks really big, like a body. <laughs> and uh, they don't seem that bothered by it. They're just like, ew. Oh, hobo. They keep on walking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the crew goes to the meeting point to wait for death awaits, uh, which is funny because, you know, I don't know. But, uh, they you get think frust- there's ghosts for having, like, a meeting? Like, they're just sitting around, like, seeing them there. It's just like, do we scare these people? Or do, or should we just, like, mess with them and I, not do anything? I think the ghosts would be like, this is way too easy. <laughs> like, this is... Like, we lured these kids here from another country. Yeah. Through the <laughs> internet. All I did was send a fax. <laughs> I can't believe it worked. <laughs> Frank, it worked. <laughs> uh, they, they wait for Death Awaits, but get frustrated when he's not there. They discover a Ouija board carved into a table and communicate with a spirit. Because naturally, that's the best way to try and talk yeah. to someone. <laughs> From the spooky haunted insane song. That's where, where you would play with the Ouija board, right, Tom? Obviously. <laughs> uh, the spirit identifies himself as Death Awaits. 
They still aren't convinced that there's a ghost until they remove their hands from the planchet and it moves itself around without anybody touching it uh, uh, and, and commanding them to film everything. Must be microchipped or something. Yeah, right? Mag- <laughs> it's, magnets. it's magnets. It's magnets. It was at this time a co-worker snuck up on me uh, and began watching over my shoulder at work for a hot minute before asking what I was watching very loudly in my ear. And I peed a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I was quite startled. (laughs) So startled. (laughs) Anyway, back to the movie. The the table begins to fling itself across the room. And uh, the crew freaks out. Now's the time when they're like, okay, this is this is actual real spooky stuff. They uh, they run to a room and barricade themselves in it. Uh, when the barricade is blown open and the rent-a-cop comes running and cussing them out. <laughs> He's like, you darn kids. Uh, he explains that the cops are on their way and that they're all being arrested. Alex is more concerned about his equipment, but rent-a-cop doesn't care and says that's being confiscated too. They hear another noise and the rent-a-cop pulls out his gun, <laughs> points it at the kids first, <laughs> and tells them, stay here. <laughs> like, while directing traffic. <laughs> you! <laughs> Stay here. And then he goes off uh, camera to commit distant gunshot noises. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Pretty much. And they're just like, is he okay? No. <laughs> no. No, he's not. The kids want to explore where the Rent-A-Cop fired his weapon in fear of his life. <laughs> they think, like, let's go find out. Mm-hmm. They only discover bullet casings, but in this moment, Alex presents... Uh, the best idea in horror movie history. Does anybody want to take a guess? Let's get out of here. No? Let's split up. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. And that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like split, split up, like yeah. one person. No, that do go on two teams. Scooby, okay. Scooby-Doo split up. Okay. Uh, new girl and unnamed camera guy go into the black man bathtub room. The girl disappears. <laughs> She's gone, and the unnamed camera guy gets forced pushed out a window. He was Asian, by the way. I already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh yeah, he gets pushed out that top window. Yeah, right? yeah. and so like once you. Realized. Well, like, he's probably the luckiest one. He's out of the building. Yeah, but he still died. Now oh, he died, died. Yeah, he fell like five stories. Yeah. Oh, you could on the rent a cop car too, but you find that out later. Oh yeah, that worked. <laughs> um, the new girl, they, you finally find out that her name is Tess. By the way, comes back and sees a broken window and air horns the rest of the crew. They watch the foot. Like the first thing they do is they watch the camera. I'll we'll see what they're happens. like. Oh, this is good stuff. He died. You know, they're super excited about that. <laughs> Uh, but then they're like, they have a little powwow. And they're like, yeah, now would be a good time to leave. <laughs> uh, they follow the exit signs, but their glow stick GPS system seems to be failing them for some reason. <gasps> glow stick GPS. Uh, they go to a, f- a wall map uh, of the asylum, and it's literally four floors, like four hallways stacked on top of each other, and they're lost. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Because the ghosts are messing with them. That's right. Well, you, you do find that out later. Uh, they go into a child's ward because that's where you want to go into a haunted insane asylum. Spooky old toys and a creepy girl is sitting on a bed brushing her hair. And it's like, oh, do you want to play with me? And they're just like, look. We don't have time for this. <laughs> girl, where's your parents? Uh, the girl's face gets all morphy, screamy, weird, and chases them. Uh, T- Tessa, again, gets separated, of course. And uh, she finds a night vision camera, uses it to explore and scream everywhere she goes, uh, <laughs> alerting all the, the ghosts where she's at. Um, spooky stuff happens to her. She drops the camera, and something unseen drags her. She fights it off, and I don't know, something then, like, pops in her head, and blood comes out of her eyes and stuff like that. All of her face holes. They shot her. <laughs> it's just like, she, she, she looks like she's, like, pooping. She's like, Eep! and then, like, blood comes out of her eyes and nose, and then she's dead and dragged away. And that's the last you see of Tess, uh-huh. that other girl. <laughs> <laughs> that extra one that they had, had to add in. She showed up last night. Oh, look, the other girl from this movie. I hate her. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jen is crying a lot, and uh, Alex makes the stupid promise that he won't let anything happen to her. They continue ex- to explore looking for Tess, Tessa, whatever her name is, using that as an excuse to look into any spooky noise they hear. The, this is when they find the security guard hooked up to a, the electroshock therapy machine. Um, <clears throat> they think he's dead, but he comes back to life in a predictable screaming way. Like, ah! yeah, <laughs> I think that, he's dead. Any like sizzling or something like that? He's got like foamy mouth and <laughs> stuff like that. But then uh, uh, they try to get him off the bed, but then more electricity stuff happens, and they get set on fire. And they just like, oh, no. And they, start, they jump back and just watch him burn. Well, I mean, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Like, unplug it? But anyway. It's now, ghosts. <laughs> but, but anyway, now, now he did. <laughs> now he did. And Quispy. Uh, the final three, Charlie and Mike, until they come across a sort of pride graded window-looking thing, they finish prying it off <laughs> while D-bag Thor gets Perfect frame with his back to the window, asking questions. <laughs> and a spooky man like reaches out, bursts through the window, and grabs him. D bag Thor. He, he gets deep blue seed. <laughs> D bag Thor. Like he actually has a really funny scream. It was like a little girl scream. It's totally unintentional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It's like and his feet going. <laughs> well, he doesn't get pulled out. He like like shirks his way out of the. <laughs> yeah, you know, the the big ghost. He's like. Seven, eight yeah, foot tall. He's like lumbering his way down the hallway. <laughs> and Spooky Man chases them outside, uh, out outside of the insane asylum where he explodes into a cloud of chunky ash. Covers them with him. All right, we'll stay outside now. Yep, they got outside. They go back to the hospital. They argue about what to do. Uh, Jen, because... We go back to the hotel. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, the, the hospital. It, it, you, you go back and never talk about it again. Right. That's exactly what you do. So they're back in you the guys room. have to make like a blood oath. <laughs> They go back to the room. Jen, because she's the last living girl, has to be the unreasonable one and demands that they go back. For what? Uh, I think to try and, like... The cameras? No, I think to try and, like, save... It's fine test. Yeah. They don't know that she died. They're not dead friends who are totally dead. I'd be like, so what part of what happened to us were you missing for? Because clearly... Clearly, we're dealing with things we cannot well, comprehend. They just met that other girl, I guess. So, you know, they became best friends. Um, they get on an elevator to leave the hotel, and the floor that the elevator stops opens up, and they're back in the insane asylum. They never left. Boiler room. They never left. <laughs> they then leave the elevator because there was no convenient way to get them off that made sense for the writers in this movie. They're, they're just 
get up and walk off the elevator so it can close behind him. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> like if you open if let's say like you're on the wrong floor and you open it up and it's spooky and saying the silent boiler room with like pipes and rats, I would probably the door closed behind me. You'd be like <laughs> if it doesn't go anywhere, this is where I live now. <laughs> You're not going to walk out of this elevator and be like, where are we? Oh, oh no, it's closing behind us. So, oh, no. That um, door could not close fast enough. <laughs> Mitch is muscling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they start exploring, and they get tired, and so they take a nap. In the little spooky hallway. Because, you know, naturally, that's what you do yep. when you're terrified. <laughs> Alex can't sleep because he's having an existential crisis for some reason. My movie sucks! Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they uh, later are walking down the pipe-laden hallway when some of the steamy pipes burst and they can't find each other when they're like 10 feet away, like <laughs> us distance away. So that'd be like, I, hey, and I can't see you, I'm right here. And we're just like, going, yeah, we can hear each other, <laughs> but, you know. like Let's like link arms or something so we can get through this. Hold the <laughs> hand. So Alex, uh, strong hand. Alex gets smart and uses the thermal camera to locate everyone, which, of course, is right there in front of him. Mm-hmm. When out of the steam comes a man-shaped heat signature who punches the camera away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It appears to be some wild, hairy man who yelled at them to turn the cameras off and follow him. He looks like uh, the, the little kid from Wild Thornberries, like, grown up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that kid's name? I don't remember his name either. Uh uh, they listen. They follow him and listen. They're like, oh, okay. Jenna <laughs> lets him put his hand on her butt uh, as he pushes her into a vent. It was like very like, get in there. Yeah. Like, Let me help you up there, lady. I saw the fingers flex. He was, he was getting a handful of ass. Of, uh, <laughs> she doesn't ask any questions. Of booty. He's <laughs> like, hey. They go into his little vent home. Uh, Trevor gets separated because he's mildly inconvenienced with his pant leg getting caught on something. He's like, guys, I'm stuck. And it's like a string of his pant. Stuck on a, like a screw. Rip it! Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we can do. Then he gets attacked You're by. The, then he gets attacked by disjointed spooky girl. You know, in the vent with him. Uh, but somehow he just like shows up later. He's like, "What I miss?" There's <laughs> <laughs> like blood all over. It's like, oh no, I kicked the crap out of her. There's <laughs> a little kid. <laughs> I'm a full size guy. I'm like, I wasn't gonna lose. <laughs> so I, I assume like he was possessed or something at that point. No, he just got away off camera. He just beat the <laughs> snot out. Of He's just like <laughs> <laughs> shoving her head. Now you survive. Don't have a camera in this place. Uh, uh, the ghosts want to be on film. <laughs> they were not on film fighting me. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. They go to Harry Man's hidey hole and discover that it's it's one of the actors from the first one. It's Sean Rogerson. Oh my god! He's still reveal. You guys didn't see that coming. (laughs) Well, when you said he was there, and I was like, "Well, he's the only one you don't see like die." Yeah. So it has to be him. Uh, He eats a rat like right in front of him (laughs) to solidify how crazy he is. Uh, They show uh, him clips of the original movie and explain that he has been there for nine years. Which, which doesn't make any sense because this came out a year after the first movie. <laughs> um, they ask him for a way out. He just keeps repeating, kids got the keys. I don't know why. Kids got the keys. 
Sean, stoop kids afraid to leave the stoop. <laughs> yeah. uh, then he like realizes that he's with company, so he decides that he's gonna you know shave himself and look better. So is he just like Robin Williams, yeah. Jumanji yes. looking, yes. running around? And, yeah, and you're like, what, what year is it? And also, I was like, well, who got, who has scissors? Like, here you go. Here's some grooming. Scissors. I always bring a shaving kit with me yeah. wherever I go. You never know when you need to freshen up. So Sean, who refers to himself in third person because he's crazy, that's what crazy people do. Mm-hmm takes them to a freestanding red door. They walk around on both sides as he explains that it's uh, he's been through every door in the building except for this one, and it's like he can walk around. Yeah, so. it's just a freestanding door. <laughs> uh, Sean is happy to discover that the crew has bolt cutters lost somewhere in the insane asylum. I can't remember where, but somebody dropped it when they got spooked. The They go back to his intricate map that he has. It's because... There's apparently a method to the madness of how the asylum like changes hallways, and he's got it figured out. So he's got like papers that fold, yeah, you know, depending on like you know, I don't know, the moon or something. So, <laughs> um, yeah, well, he's had nine years to figure it out. Yeah, he's got to figure it out. <laughs> well, for him, he says it's only been nine months. But I, I feel like they're trying too much with the whole time thing. <laughs> um, Sean explains that his left dead eye is from Doctor Freakin'. Freaking crazy! That's right. The the, the mad, you his, know, sp- spooky ghost guy over the whole asylum. His name is Doctor Freaking. So he's got, a, yeah, because he lobotomized him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but he seems like pretty okay for a guy who got lobotomized. I thought he, he. I think he's more messed up from I don't know being trapped in a ghost in in hell. <laughs> Uh, the crew seems hesitant to believe anything he says. I wonder why. Despite everything that he's already shown them. Um, but then uh, Sean takes the, them to a closet door and opens and closes it repeatedly until it turns into a hallway. The crew is surprised to see this. Like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> if I open and close this door seven times on the eighth, there will be a hallway. <laughs> oh, wow, hallway. But, like, they would... like. Where they, does it go? Nowhere. They, they would go to, like, rooms that they were they came out of and then go back into it and it would be a closet or something like that. So, you know... It makes sense. This they point. got off an elevator that was in a hotel yeah, in a completely right? different building. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to a bathroom where Sean drinks from the toilet and just gets angry and starts punching a hole in the wall. D-bag Thor sees the hole and just decides, I want to go through, and jumps through camera first and then falls from a ceiling to the floor of a hallway. Like, they're doing the whole, you know. Yeah. Like Looney Tunes? Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the gravity, time, space, it doesn't matter. In this one, apparently. Yeah, but D-Bag Thor does find the bolt cutters, looks at the window uh, where Spooky Ashy Man came through to grab him, and he's bricked off. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't need that paper either. No, that was the first paper. I forgot to throw it. Uh, The crew decides now is a good time to nap again, and they sleep on the floor for, like, a bunch of hours. Like, the time thing is going on. Eventually, a camera is, like, it levitated off of a bag. It looks really kind of stupid. Like, <laughs> you're being haunted. <laughs> and it records them sleeping. D-Bag Thor is woken up when the camera falls back into the bag. He takes it and decides now is a good time to go off by himself and record his last will and testament <laughs> in a potty. He's like, so he goes into the bathroom and closes the door. <laughs> oh, <buddy. laughs> He's like, Mom, if you ever get this. Well, if Mitch did that, no one would ever hear what he said. <laughs> it would just be fart noises the entire time. Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping the ghost away. Speaking of which, 
Spooky noises happen. <laughs> and D-Bag Thor asks if anyone is there because he's really dumb. Because the ghost is going to go, yes. <laughs> Just us ghosts. We're waiting for you to wash your hands. <laughs> Pete. <laughs> Oi, prick. <laughs> Sean shows up. Sean. In <laughs> Couldn't spit it out. Shouldn't even done it. <laughs> this close to this guy's talking about this dude. Sean shows up and beats him over the head before strangling him. He then whispers in his ear, "He, he made me do it." <laughs> or he goes, "That's the body I drink out of." <laughs> that was the only clean water source. <laughs> it wasn't clean, even when he was drinking out of it. Uh, the camera gets lifted up by an unknown force again and follows Sean. So he's got like his spectral crew. <laughs> and then he turns him. and goes, we're back for the sequel. He does. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's uh, what I would want. I'd be like, please. Yes. Thank you. Alex and Jen Great are super sad. That Episode they're, seven. Alex and Jen are super sad that their D-bag friend is dead. Alex is sure to record every emotion. He's like, oh, Jen, you're so sad. I'm sad. Look, our friend dead. With the you're camera. sad. I'm sad. This is sad. <laughs> Sad. They find Sean's map, but realize he has the bolt cutters. They decipher a way to follow him. Sean is being videoed still by a ghost camera, and he does not. He does a narrative intro for a new episode of Grave Encounters. Sean makes it to the red door, cuts the lock, and walks through. And nothing happens. There's just nothing on the other side. Yeah, he just walks through. Yeah, and then they do like a whole elaborate like. The camera's panning in a way where you think, like, oh, he's going to transport himself, and he just walks. Like, you would open the door and be like, there's nothing there. But yeah. no, he's like, uh. <laughs> he's, like, all surprised that, like, nothing is. Oh, ghost. <laughs> you got me again. <laughs> so he's mad. He's like, I did what you want. He's yelling at, you know, disembodied voices. The entities. Yeah. Sean goes to a room where there, uh, the, there is a ton of scribbling just all over the walls. And he watches scribbles just appear on the wall, telling him to bring others and collect tapes. Bring us more victims. Make so basically, more movies. the ghosts were just haunting this place just to haunt. Yeah. He yeah. showed up, and they were like, okay, we can make money. <laughs> That's right. Like, These are capitalism ghosts This now. is like basically an allegory for Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got to leave one of these guys alive <laughs> who knows how to work all his camera crap. Yeah, and we can. And we he can off. do that internet. I can't type. I got ghost hands. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta kill off all the minorities as soon as possible. <laughs> they are not popular to the central theme of this story. Uh, an explosion happens, and a crack appears in in the walls to form the words "Finish the film." <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Grave encounters three: the quest for more money. <laughs> uh, they didn't finish. They didn't get no after this one. Not a successful quest. Uh, anyways, Alex and Jen go to the surgical ward because let's go to even more spookier places. Uh, they see a lot of scary photos and discover ghost nurses just wheeling bodies around. They see Dr. Freakin perform a lobotomy on someone. Does he do the... <laughs> Not yet. Uh, there's pentagrams and chanting happen. A baby appears. They sacrifice the baby. Mm. The ghost nurses catch them, and they do more of the open-mouth spooky screaming. Uh, they run away because they could just run away. And uh, I don't know. That doesn't explain that. Those ghosts are just like, no, I got away from it. <laughs> they run away to an open red door. Sean is there and explains that the door doesn't work that way. Sean is surrounded by floating cameras. He's got like. <laughs> just like Whole entourage. Yeah. <laughs> so just, just recording everything. Uh, Sean demands the footage from the cameras. Alex says that this is his film. <laughs> 
And then the prequel and the sequel literally have a fist fight over who's better. <laughs> <laughs> you had your chance. <laughs> so uh, Sean is about to win when Jen clocks him over the head with a pole. And then all, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in the background, a portal opens up at a wall and begins sucking them in. Sean gets sucked in. When he gets sucked into, I guess, hell, everything calms down. Alex is the one acting creepy and stupid now because, I guess... It's my know. film. Gotta yeah. finish the film. Yeah. <laughs> they, they finally uh, procced the, uh, the the mind thing from Elden Ring. <laughs> they procced the blood rot, <laughs> the, the rot on him. <laughs> and he just like, oh. lost his mind. <laughs> so... He states that the building contacted him to finish the film, and he starts filming Jin. And he says, like, he's like, you've always wanted this your death scene to be as real and as scary as possible. <laughs> and so he says that only one of them are getting out of this building. And then he, like, muzzle punches her with the camera like, <laughs> lens and just breaking her face open until, like, the camera cracks and stuff like that. Um uh, it's a very durable camera, surprising though. But uh, then he uh, tells the building that he'll finish the film. She's dead, by the way. And uh, he then goes through the red door uh, to the outside, and it's like some pretty field-looking thing. And the door crumbles behind him. Now we're watching dash cam footage of cops confronting Alex in the street. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just came just like very abrupt. <laughs> you just hear like the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, get him! God! <laughs> they arrest him because he's covered in blood. Uh, it's apparently important that you know he's in L.A. because they say, like, we're LAPD. Please tell me the helicopter does, like, the pan out and it says, wasted. <laughs> <laughs> it should have. In uh, Thomas's movie, that would have happened. <laughs> and then you cut to another th- follow-up uh, follow where you see an interview with Jerry, the producer from the beginning of the film, and Alex trying to explain that this was all planned. It's all part of the movie. And they're excited for the sequel to come out that never will. <laughs> the end. Hold for applause. Huh. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> See, I think we should do like Just our... Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this. Like this? And totally redeem <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should do Grave Encounters 3. We should do Grave Encounters two and a half. So, <laughs> two and a, yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> where we just go where they filmed, and it's just like, hey, like we're following up on this movie. Um, they claimed it was real. We're going in broad daylight because we're not dumb. I uh, also the police are here, and we have a bunch of dogs. We have weapons. <laughs> we we have rock salt. There's a, several priests and a, even a rabbi. We don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts. I don't think that there's spooky things like that. But I'm not gonna go looking for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I he doesn't think, believe, but he's not gonna test it either. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, why inconvenience yourself? Mm-hmm. But nobody does like a daylight haunted place. Yeah, I'm sure it's always got to be nighttime. It's got to be dark. It's got to be when creepy. the ghosts are able to communicate with you. I did watch a lot of YouTube videos of people that went to the insane asylum that mm-hmm. they filmed at, and uh, they're all in daylight. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. But uh, look, I saw the movie. I'm not making the mistakes they uh, did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was okay. It, it it definitely like was less shaky found footagey than the first one, which I sort of appreciate. Um, I wish they kind of like showcased mm-hmm. the equipment where they had the uh, chest rig, with, mm-hmm. like the Stabie cam and stuff like that. But like, 
I don't know what their through plots were with the whole allegory about how dumb the first movie was when this is basically a carbon copy of it with a bigger budget. You know what we should do? Hmm. Real ghost hunters. But the the funny part is it's ghosts actually being hunted by people. Like they're running for their lives from them. Like, <laughs> they, like they show up like spec ops. And it's like <laughs> FBI open up and the ghost's like, oh God, it's them. <laughs> they're like hiding behind stuff. Like, oh, and like their hands come out. It's got like, like crosses on it. They got crucifix throwing knives it's or something. It's like a mother and child huddling in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> We've been haunting this place since 1782. And these guys are just like, not anymore. Let's bring Sam and Dean with you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> They're literally ghost hunters. We find the evil and stomp it out for good. This movie was an hour. I'd watch that movie. 46 minutes with ads. So, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. YouTube. And it, you know, it's Pluto. You think this is, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, plus, Pluto is very annoying because if you pause it for too long, it'll just cut off. It'll have to restart it. And you're like, oh, oh. and you have to watch ads to get back to You can't you're fast forward? It took me about four hours to watch this movie. Oh, my God. And I was stopping to take notes. A lot. So, so uh, you suffered a lot. I did, but not I, not from the film itself, but the, just the circumstances around this. Yes, it was very inconvenient to watch good. this movie. Okay, good. good. I'm so, happier now. I'm but happy. uh, you know, it, like all in all, it, it I could hear it. It had subtitles. Ooh. You know? So decent production quality. Acting was mid tier, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, give it a five. Mid at best. I give it a five. I think it's got what a two or three. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Most outlets, so I think it's not that bad. It's definitely not as bad as the first one. Uh, Sean being crazy, which has got to be weird when the people are calling you by your real name for a crazy character that you're portraying yourself as. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, that was over the top. I mean, I see like the play that they're going for. Yeah, that, but it's it's also kind of just like. Why? Yeah, I wonder what like the idea would be for the third one. Like, oh, that one was also fake. Those were fake actors. You know, this this one's real. You know, the the third one would be people going in to try and solve the crime where the people went missing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that. Well, so like I could tell that they kind of be forty eight hours style. <laughs> I could tell that they kind of try to set up a little bit of this Doctor Freaking backstory thing because he was like an occultist German. Scientist, yeah, whatever. You can't be a German scientist like, at adult. all, <laughs> at all, because yeah, yeah. they're just like, what are you really up to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think that was there ever an account of a good German scientist. No, you got him like Frankenstein or Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, that's true. It's just a litany of who's the guy that invented? There's super villains. Oh, he's Scottish. The guy that invented penicillin. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they're all super villains. All right, Tom. Well. You got ten minutes. We can talk. We can talk about something else until uh, he uh, the next episode. And he, he'll have more space. Yeah, before we go into the call, I think we should really do that Ghost Hunters movie. <laughs> All right, you're gonna you're gonna budget it out. You gonna no, but I mean that's just that's <laughs> just funny. <laughs> well, you want to do my other trivia that I'd come up with? Just yes, in case? Mitch, let's do it. Good. Somebody else gets to be punished. Why don't you come up with a spooky? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is acronym trivia. Ugh. Acronyms from movies or TV shows. I don't know. I need your pen. <laughs> I'm really bad. I, I don't even know, like, all the military acronyms I'm supposed to know. <laughs> <laughs> I can write HB and hate him be like, Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll start. Let's see. There's 25 with no bonus. Oh, uh, God. Number one, 
Mash. Medical? No. No. Mobile Army Surgical Hospital? Yes. Darn it. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, ALF. Alien life form. Yes. Darn it, I knew that one. Number three, chips. Cops? Nope. (laughs) California Highway... And interstate police. No. Uh, uh, interstate patrol. I'll give it. I'll give it to you. It's California Highway Patrol. Okay. Yay! So I'll give you one point. Yay! Oh, I, I thought the I was like it's going to be its own. No, you know, they were just for whatever reason they get the highway is the H. Well, because <laughs> doesn't sound as good as chips. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number four, SWAT. Special weapons and tactics. Yes. Well, we all knew that. And that buzzed in first. I didn't do. Number five, Kit. <laughs> you don't know. No. Do you know? Kit from Knight Rider. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's K-I-T, right? Yeah. K-I-T-T. K-I-T-T. Oh. Yes. Huh. Knowledge. Nope. <laughs> Something interceptor transport. Nope. <laughs> transit. Transporter. Cool, but spelled K-E-W-L. <laughs> It stands for Knight Industries 2000. Oh, that's right, because his <laughs> name is Knight. Yeah. Number six, Uncle. Uh, oh, I don't know. Man from Uncle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, unknown. Universal. No. The United Network Command for Law Enforcement. All right. Okay. <laughs> Number seven, GNDN. Goes nowhere, does nothing. Damn. <laughs> All right, let's see. Number eight, Elkhart. You say what? El- <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I heard like the horn outside. I was like, what? cars. E-L. From Star Trek. Elicars? It's L-C-A-R-S. Levitating? No. Damn. L-C-A-R. Lateral. Levitating. Lunatics smell creepy always. Mm. Remember. (laughs) Hey, you're the Star Trek guy. I don't know this one. I don't even know what Elicars are. All right, well, anyways, it's Library I've... Computer Access Retrieval. Oh, okay. okay. I just figured I'd throw it in there. Number nine, TARDIS. <laughs> Crap, I don't know. <laughs> from Doctor Who. I know it's from. Okay. Police Time. Uh, anomaly. No. Okay. Time altering? No. Is it is the T time? I'll tell you the A is and. Time in reality... Disabling infrastructure system. <laughs> Time and reality dimensional. I don't know. What is yes. it? If you get the last word, I'll give that to you. What? I gave him like the first three. <laughs> well, he's gotten pretty close to the whole thing. <clears throat> Interdimensional. Subspace. Space. Uh, it's, it's time and relative dimensions in space. Ah, I got it. You get a point. 
give you one point. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like I got way closer. You got dimensional out of that. I got time and reality and space. Number 10. Shield. That is something you strap to your forearm. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Something. Superhuman. Nope. Darn it. <laughs> Superheroes? No. Damn. Think of a more legitimate, like, real world yeah. thing yeah. for it. Special housing infrastructure enforcement <laughs> linear division. Special. No. Not special. Um, strategic homeland Interpol enforcement law enforcement detective agency. <laughs> it's not Shilda. You're actually just close to begin with. It's strategic, strategic homeland mm-hmm. Interpol. No. Okay. <laughs> Intelligence and enforcement liaison division. If Tom can't, I'll give Tom one guess. If he can't get it, I'll give you the point. Yeah. Well, we pretty much know what S H I N E means. Well, can can you finish it? If you can, I'll give you the point. Strategic intelligence. I know what the next one's going to be after this one. This was supposed to be a quick. Yeah, you. Hayden takes forever, and we let it happen. It happened this long. I don't know. I'm sorry. Bueller. Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Whoa! He, he got most <coughs> of it right. All right. Number 11, Edith. Um, it, <coughs> entertainment? No. Okay. <coughs> what is Edith from? I don't know. It's the glasses that uh, Tom Holland <coughs> gets. And, uh, oh. Before he fight, before he Elemental? Stereo. No. Electronic? Educational? Device. Did you about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony Stark gave these glasses to him after he died, and th- it stands for "Even Dead, I'm the Hero." Oh, wow. <laughs> what an ego. Yeah. Right. Number twelve. R O U S. Rodents of unusual sizes. Yes. Damn. <laughs> I was I was in my head. I was going through. You just beat me to it. I was like, yeah, ah. Princess Bride. Rodents of unusual size. Number thirteen. JLA. Justice League of America. Yes. My button didn't butt. Oh, well, <laughs> my sucks. button didn't on. <laughs> Number 14. NWO. Oh, come on. Come on, Mitch. Come NWO? on. NWO? Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, you are. I, yes, absolutely. Go for it. Go ahead. Say it. Oh, New World Order. Ah! <laughs> yes. You're tied. I was thinking NWO. Just like that, I had a lead on him. Number 15, SPD. You heard me first. I know okay, you. okay, calm down. Special Police Division. No. It's Power Rangers SPD. Oh, come on. Come on. He doesn't know. He's never seen this one. I haven't watched SPD. Is it like police-ish sounding, or is it just is it Power Rangers-y? It's, it's police-ish sounding. Can I say it again? Yeah. Space Police Department. Super Police Department. Special Police Department. Is PD Police Department. I'm going to give it a hate because it's Space Patrol Delta. Yay. Oh. It's in space. So. Damn. Yeah. All right. Number 16, RIPD. Rest uh, rest in pol- pol- peace department. Yes. Yeah, rest in peace department. 
All right. Number <laughs> number 17, Wally. <sighs> you just pressed the button. I, I, I have to. I'm, I'm forced. My back's against the wall here. <laughs> Wally. W. Robot. No. <laughs> Water? No. All right. Waste and is it LL or LE? It's W-A-L-L-E. Okay. Waste and uh, I don't know what L stands for. Um, Waste and logistics something. And Just think about. What kind of character he is and what he does. He's a, he, compo- he composts garbage. Yeah, he's a garbage robot. So waste. That's, that's the first one. Yeah, waste. And? Is A and? No. Oh. Oh. Waste. Annihilator. And, uh, a waste. Uh, aptitude. <laughs> waste. Waste analysis. Waste. Can I get it for the waste? No. <laughs> no. You don't get It's five. You don't get just the one. Don't give up? Yeah. Waste allocation load lifter. Oh. Earth okay. class. Earth class. Okay. <laughs> All right. His name's not Wallach. <laughs> Number 18. Hal 19. Uh, hit, it's haptic. Hitler <laughs> always left. It's not haptic? Nope. I know it's... Uh, uh, crap. You know, Tom? Hang on, hang on. It's not H for haptic. I uh, doubt it's hydrogen. Um, uh, crap. It's just HAL, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know this. Human? No. No. Damn. It's big words. Yeah, it is. Um, homogeneous. <laughs> It's closer. It's something um Homodious. It's what's what's another word for like matrices where it starts with A. Like uh analog. Appendix. Appendices. I don't remember. Heuristic algorithm. Ah, algorithm. That's what I was thinking. Algorithm. What, what was the L? Uh heuristic algorithmic. Like al algorithm. Oh, they just call it. Alright, yeah, alright. Number nineteen. I can't say combined, so it's S H I T. Superhero initiative team. No. S H I T from the movie Accepted. It's the abbreviations mm. to their. Uh, oh, oh, okay. To their uh, college. Uh, oh, South Harmon and Technology? Institute. And South Harmon Institute of Technology. I'm going to do it because it got All South right. Harmon. Right. Yeah, you weren't going to get that. <laughs> Pulled out of the recesses of my mind palace. What's the, what's the score? It is seven to six. God. You're winning. How many more? Five. Or no. Six. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's close. Number 20. G-O-R-T. Um, Gort. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. No. Okay. <laughs> Gort. Gargantuan. Orangutans. It's from the day the earth stood still. Oh. From the day the earth stood still? Yeah, it's from that movie. Um, Geological. 
Uh, is ordinance the second word? No. Orbital? No. Um, relative? No. <laughs> is Gort the name of, like the robot? I think so. Giant? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten any of the letters. All right, what is it? You give up? Yeah. Genetically organized robotic technology. Uh, well, okay. Gort. <laughs> Number 21. Spectre. <laughs> to know this syndicate no damn specialized close special presidential no. <laughs> okay Spe- special oh Sp- special, special penis inf- uh, erectile infer- <laughs> enforcement control no. okay <laughs> SP stands for special right yes okay so it's SP is there's P doesn't have its own no, right. So E is uh, entity. No. Uh, in, uh, <laughs> egregious. <laughs> you give up? No, I don't. <laughs> Can I get it for having two letters? No. Oh. You've only got one letter. I got SP. How many words is it? It's still one word. <laughs> How many words is it? Like when it's all out. Nine. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's give up. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Because isn't it like the, it's like special, like, society for, like, criminal terrorism and, like, anarchy and, like, hostages or some sh- crap? Yeah, close. It was one of the words. All right. Terrorism. Terrorism. Yeah. So special. Uh, criminal. The C is criminal, right? Special community of terrorism. <laughs> the special executive for counterintelligence, mm-hmm. terrorism, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. Yeah, I knew it was something dumb. Anyways, number 22. Tie. T-I-E, right? Yeah. From Star Wars. Tie fighter, yeah. Yeah. I have no clue. Transcendental. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh to tumultuous. Think of a Tie Fighter and just think of Star Wars terms. <laughs> uh, something enforcer. No. Uh, is it trans? Engagement. No. Engagement. No. Tactical. No. Not tactical. Um, is I intercept? No. Wow, well, that would be a Tie Interceptor. <laughs> yeah. Something Interceptor or Interceptor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm surprised I don't know this one. All right, what is it? Twin ion engine. Oh, poof. <laughs> that makes sense. I did know that at yeah. one point. I'm sure I've read that. Number 23. S-H-A-Z-A-M. Shazam! Uh, superhuman. No. Okay. I feel like every S-H should start with that. Solomon? Yes. Herodimus? No. Is it like all the... No. Is it? Solomon... He, 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 heifer. <laughs> heifer. <laughs> Solomon's heifer. <laughs> and Zool. <laughs> Is it the name of, like, the wizards? The people? Because he only has the wisdom of Solomon. Uh-huh. But there was other wizards, but we don't know them. I don't remember their names. Solomon. Hercules. Yes. Yay! So both of you have one. All right. Solomon, one Hercules... Um, Athena? No. 
Solomon, Hercules. Aristotle. No. Oh. Oh. Just Greek stuff. What about? Or Roman. Um, Solomon, Hercules, Ares? No. What about uh, Xander? No. I'm trying to think of like bison, you know, bicentennial or Byzantine kind of like names. The Z is Zeus, right? Yes. Oh, okay. poop. All right. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think we already said Athena, right? Right. All right. That's not it. All right. What about Achilles? That's one of them. Yay. So both of you have two. two Solomon, so Hercules, Achilles, um, Zordon. You already said Zeus. Oh, Zor- yeah, Zeus. <laughs> so there's two A's, or is yes, it? Yes, there's two A's. What about um, Achilles? Is one, was one of them. Atlas. Yes. Oh, darn it. So right. you can tie it to get, to get the last one, or he can um, win if he gets the last one. It's M. What about um, Merlin? No. Damn. Mm. Michael. No. Man, Manantok? No. McGee. No. <laughs> Methuselah. Minotaur. No. Meh. Um, I think of Greek M names. Um, Midas. Dang. Uh, Master. It's a name. I was it. Think about it. Medusa. No. Dang. Run out of it. Neither one of y'all get a point. Oh. Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Mercury. Ah! <laughs> I got like three out of the, like yeah. three or four. Y'all got, he got a. Uh, y'all both got the same. Yeah, we're good. Moving no, because if he got Emmy, we would have tied. Now nah, we're good. Moving on. Anyways, number 24. <laughs> ATAT. All terrain attack. No. All terrain, all tactical. All terrain armor transport. Yes. Darn it. Now you're tied. Imperial walkers. And we have one left. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you the letters first. B R A I N I A C. Biological, radioactive, all knowing, <laughs> informational network. Incepid. <laughs> I don't know. No. Okay. She didn't get anything. Could, wow. could, could you just write down the letters? Brainiac. It's Brainiac. Oh, it's Brainiac. Yes. Bio? No. Oh. Bureaucratic. Bumbling. Um, blustering. Buffeting. Booger. <laughs> Boob. <laughs> what is it, bitch? You're tied. You got to... Uh, is this the does last Brainiac, yes. does the, the B last actually stand for brain? Yes. Okay, All right, brain. so brain recognition. Remote. No, brain, like the B. Brain is like the first brain. So IAC is the last part. Brain. Oh, information. Brain information or brain intelligence. No. Uh, brain. To win, somebody has to get this. <laughs> it, 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 uh, interstellar. Uh, intrepid brain inter species. No. Okay. You're close. Does C stand for collection? Inter intergalactic owl. Uh, uh. Intergalactic. No. Oh, yeah. I don't know what C stands for. Composite brain information. No, it's not information. No. It, in, 
I don't know. Ugh. Just give us a, a question that we, that could be a tiebreaker. No. I can't think of that. It's going to come down to pick a number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do pick a number. Or we can just call it a wash. Nobody gets punished. No, that's what it doesn't work that no. way. No. Uh, There's no ties. It's like kissing your sister. What? <laughs> you should know, Hayden. You got a sister. So do you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Institutional, no. um, illegitimate, intelligent, incomprehensible information. Stands for brain interactive construct. Oh, that's we said it. Oh, IA was one word. Interactive. Okay. Oh. So, since it's tied, pick a number one to 100. I already have it written down. <sighs> Crap. Let me go first. You want me to go first? Ugh, with my luck, you'll just guess it outright. 69. All right, what's your guess? Mm, 12. Tom wins, he's closest. God! What was it, 77? 59. Oh, <laughs> this is a good episode for Tom. He's been a good day. I hate it when it's close like that. Good day. I can only find so You have many to acronyms. watch Hell Comes to Frogtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. Just get on right on that. Right on that. <laughs> Never had to guess a number to win. <laughs> guess a number to win. <laughs> Fool. So I only had so many acronyms I could find that made sense. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Frogtown. That sounds stupid. All right, well, that was an episode. <laughs> Thank you for suffering. We got, and you know, if you're into Call of Duty, come back for the next one. Stay tuned. It'll be Tom's, <laughs> you know, wilding out campaign about the new game. So that's it for this. Uh, goodbye from Mitch. Bye. Goodbye from Tam. Bye, Tam. And goodbye from me, Hayden. Goodbye. Goodbye, Hayden. <laughs> Sweet.